It's Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. And in living color, in person, talking to each other, it's Russell and Medhurst. Matt Essig on the other side of the glass. We're all here. We're in the glass-enclosed sports dome. (laughs) Sure it's not the nerve center? No, that's down the road. Okay. That's those people over in Northwest. I could give you traffic on the fours right now. Traffic on the Suitland Parkway this morning, light. Oh, this is the best part. Yes. Come and get some into Southeast Washington this morning. Having to work the final two weeks of the year, right? Um, You know, which, I mean, I'm going to take a couple of days off next week to bring Tyler back to uh, Canton, Ohio, spend some time with Natalie. But uh, you're going to work straight through because you're crazy and you're a maniac uh, in the nicest way possible. Uh, Maddie, I don't know what your plan is, um, but I'm going to take a couple of days off next week. But, like, you know, schools pretty mm-hmm. much, I think, are out all of this week and certainly all of next week and then maybe even like a day or two after the new year. The nicest part of having to work at this time of the year is with the schools cleared out and a lot of parents having to work from home or or also – Having off as well, or taking time off as well, traffic mm-hmm. is wonderful. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I literally did not get out of bed until seven oh two this morning. Wow! Still took Whoa. a shower. That's good. that's right because I wanted to smell smell sm- nice sm- for you guys. Well, if you're going to come into the first of all, if you're going to come into work and be around people, right? The thing you want to do is smell fresh. Yes. Uh, still took a shower. Still went to get my favorite. Uh, coffee, uh, and made it here at, I think, 835, but then I kind of futzed around Ooh. getting all my stuff. and You had Matt nervous there for a minute. He was yeah, ready to hit the no, dump no, 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 no. Uh, he, he, here's, here's a funny story, though. You, you're going to laugh about this, though, before we get into the show. So uh, a, another a, a woman was getting out of her car in the parking garage, right? We take the elevator up together, and mm. she's got all sorts of Christmas presents and 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 bags. And I, I said, "Oh, I said somebody's having fun today." She goes, "Yeah." She's like, "You know, it's my first, you know, Christmas here, and you know, I just wanted to get it from my account executives." Da 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 da. Whatever. So we follow each other out the elevator. We go to the other elevators. Mm. I didn't realize at first she was going to the second floor. Then I see the button number two lit up, and we're talking. She's like, yeah, we had our Christmas party at at, at uh, MGM, and, you know, um, and, and but Russell we just didn't, didn't know that this was a fellow employee. You're like the rest of us. It's okay. 
Wait None of us know. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. So I said, oh, that's great. Uh, we had our Christmas party at MGM, too. I said, but I couldn't be there because I was on a work trip in Philadelphia. And she gets off at the second floor and makes a beeline towards the sales that I had no idea we worked together. No clue. She was the nicest person in the world. I don't ever remember seeing her. First of all, half of that they don't even have to come in the building. I know. So we do, anybody that doesn't work here in the bullpen area where we are on this side, you know, outside. Look, we see the engineers, so we know Roger, Tom, and Trimmer. Okay, I know. I know a bunch. We know of the, the air staff. We know the air staff of the other radio stations, right. and we know Alan because Alan likes to come down and get to know the people he's trying to sell on the radio. Yes. The rest of them don't do that. They sit on the other side of the, in fact, they stay at home. They stay at home or they go out and they, you know, they, they check in on their clients out on the road. But and I then know. I mean, they go we, back home. I mean, we know Michelle Manti. We know uh, Sam. We know, um, who else do we know? Alan. <laughs> I know a bunch of other people by face. I don't know their names. They don't know me. They don't even know we exist. Uh, it's, and that, that's I a mean, fair observation. So anyway, I felt just ridiculous. This is not like the office where everybody knows everybody and it's yeah. one big happy family. Okay? I just felt ridiculous because she must have been going <laughs> like, this fool has no idea that, that I we work for the same That's company. Right. And, and you know what? That's okay. The, aren't we the only thing on the second floor? We are. Okay, so you should have known at some point she was probably a... Well, but well, I, you didn't know I she was said a, it before I saw that she hit, hit button two. Okay. I mean, there's. I mean, to be fair to me, there's 10 floors or whatever in this yeah, building. Sure. I mean, you could work at any possible location. Yep. I, I mean, I, I. you know, maybe I've... I, nice, nice, nice woman. I, maybe I've seen her before and just didn't make the connection... But I don't remember seeing her. And I certainly, I feel bad for saying this, I don't know her name. And I certainly did not know that she worked here. She's account executive. And that the account executives <laughs> that, she said my account executives, I don't know if she's like a supervisor or whatever that I don't know of. I mean, I know Laura, I know RJ. I don't know anybody else. Do you know I, Ivy? Oh, I, of course I know Ivy. She's the big boss. Yeah, I'm just I, I'm just making sure. Oh, Ivy's wonderful, but and, sure and I'm you... not just kissing up to her because she's. I, I love a her nice Friday. Boss. I love her Friday yes. rah rah team notes for the team. Absolutely, trying to keep morale up in the building. She's Ab- a good leader. Absolutely, her I mean, and CK are good leadership. I, it's good leadership. No, no doubt, no doubt. I just kind of felt sort of guilty or weird or of uh, like. I don't know. Um, you, you sort of take pride in where you work, right? You mm-hmm. you you figure, oh, like you would if you don't know somebody's name, you know them by face, you know. So and you I, say, hey, I just, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Well, that's what I would Good normally do. You. I would I would normally be like, oh, hey, how you doing? You know, like, oh, you know, this happens all the time. I again, we we told the story. Essig and I wrote up. You know, with uh, uh, with with two account executives last week. I mean, I've seen them around the building. I don't know their name. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know exactly who they are. I know they work here, but I knew at least them to know that they were with us. And uh, well, you know. So anyway, that was uh, that was the story this morning. Uh, and um, 
And and I'm sure everybody's day is now enriched by knowing that I am a complete idiot. Sorry, big fella. You're not the only one out there. We all uh, we all have moments of idiocy in our lifetime. Uh, last night, no 801 for Alexander Ovechkin. Joe Beninati, I swear to God, had the greatest call of a goal before oh, the goal great. was a goal ever on Dmitry Orlov. Joe B called that shot in the net before it was in the net. That's how good Joe B is. He knew it was going in the net. Mm-hmm. Off the post, Caps win in overtime last night. Nick Dowd was tremendous. Give him the number one star, the number two star, the number three star. He was fabulous in the comeback win for Washington. But Ovi goes to Ottawa now on Thursday looking for goal number 801 there. You said the call, and it immediately jumped out to me. And I, I mentioned you know something on Twitter. I, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure John had a great call, too, uh, over on the fan. Um I mean, we're very lucky here, as as we've talked about a number of times. Um, to your point, Joe B's call last night for a Monday night in mid to late December against, you know, not the Penguins, not the Rangers or the Islanders or the Bruins or whatever, uh, a natural uh, Tampa Bay, it was Detroit. Just phenomenal. I mean, it it felt very playoffy. Um, and Allen and Alexa on the post game show, I think it was maybe it was the pregame show. I can't remember where one of the intermission shows, you know, said I, I, I Allen, I think was who said it. He was like, I haven't heard the building this loud and this juiced up in a really long time. Now, what a really long time! Look, I mean, they played a couple of playoff games last year. They got eliminated at home in overtime last year. They won a game three. They almost and should have won a game four. I'm sure the last time the building was that juiced was probably against Florida uh, in the playoffs. That being said, I don't know I wasn't at any of those games, uh, but I watched them all on TV, and the crowd did seem to be a little fired up. Now, again, it's not just your typical sleepy Monday night against Detroit. Everybody's kind of anticipating that Alex Ovechkin, knowing that Gordie Howe's sons are in the building, yeah. knowing that it's just the way Alex has operated, where every time like you think the stage is perfectly set, he reminds you that it's perfectly set, and he normally always delivers. I mean, obviously, you're not going to score goals in every game. That much we know. And now he's gone two games in a row without scoring goals. Ironically enough, because you know who can't stop scoring goals? Gustafson. I mean, a defenseman with four goals in the last two games. Oh, and by the way, Nick Dow, two goals in 11 seconds. Eric Gustafson looking like Bank Gustafson out there uh, for the Capitals over the last couple of games. And look, they've needed it. I mean, crazy, but good for them. That's what makes a good hockey team. That's why they're winning games. They're winning I, games because other people besides Alexander Ovechkin are scoring. Yes. No TJ Oshie, and every time they haven't had TJ Oshie, you pray that they get two points or even a point that night because it's clear when 77's on the ice, uh, it's a different club. And without him again right now due to an upper body injury, the fact that they were able to snatch that game back away from Detroit. Remember, Detroit won 11 of its first 20 this year. Yep. They got to a hell of a start. They've struggled here lately. Uh, Uso was terrific last night in goal. I mean, a- Alex could have had probably three goals yeah. if not for Uso's tremendous play uh, in net for Detroit. So while they kept Alex off the board, uh, Washington still gets the two points. That's the most important thing now as they climb their way back up into the bottom portion of 
of uh, the uh, top eight in uh, the uh, National Hockey League in the East. And I'm glad you mentioned that because with about five or so minutes left in regulation, Ovechkin had a blistering shot off the move in the high slot. And Huso just made a tremendous save. He had a couple uh, of massive opportunities in the yes. slot last night that normally are uh, like putting your uh, coin in the piggy bank yep. uh, for him. I mean, the Caps so. had 42 shots. Like the, This wasn't the best Caps game ever in terms of like their level of play. They were down 2 nothing early. Uh, you mentioned Detroit got off, like you said, to a hot start this year. They've struggled a little bit of late, but they're still 13-11-7. It's not like they're terrible by any means. Um and, you know, don't forget, they they still really haven't, I mean, like not to spend a lot of time on them because because Jacob Verona had some personal issues uh, and had to go into uh, whatever the NHL's program is and just got released from that, they still don't have him. They still really haven't been able to reap between injuries and that. They still haven't been able to reap the rewards, if you will, of the Mantha trade, which you know was what a year and a half ago now, or whatever it was. Um, they they've got some young talent. Sunquist has always been a little bit of a pain in the butt uh, for the Capitals, obviously Dylan Larkin, so on and so forth. But the Caps dominated the action last night in terms of shots and chances and all that. Face-off, 55-45. Um, really, I guess, played better than maybe their fate ultimately might have happened. Because if they didn't win the game in overtime, I mean, obviously, you're going to a shootout. Anything can happen, as we saw in the World Cup Final, as we see regularly in the NHL. Sometimes the team that plays better or has most chances doesn't always win. But it was good to see the Capitals, even though they were down 2 nothing, and then again 3-2, it was good to see them, A, come back twice, B, then get rewarded. And they should have won even earlier in overtime, quite honestly. Kuznetsov, who gets banged up late in the third period, doesn't even know if they can come back. He goes to the dressing room, then he comes back. Then, uh, then he um, – did you just hit something? My headsets uh, went out I there for a second. I just moved my computer okay. over. That's it. Uh, my headsets just – like I all of a sudden didn't hear my, annou- uh, my annoying voice. Anyway, uh, Kuznetsov comes back and takes a couple of rounds around the rink or whatever, you know, d- during the um, – interim period between the third period and overtime and he comes in eh, maybe about three minutes left off the right wing with a break with a break-in opportunity and the red wing defender was kind of closing on him and Huso had the short side uh, and made a brilliant save otherwise that game could have been over before even Orlov got to him ultimately bottom line great win for the Capitals even though it wasn't the most perfectly played game is the way I would say it. And even though Alex Ovechkin was denied history, and now they go to Ottawa Thursday night, Pete. Uh, and I'd hate to see, honestly, I'd hate to see Alex break it or tie it. Tie it might be one thing. I'd hate to see Alex tie it and break it in sleepy Ottawa where nobody's going to be watching that game except for us here. Uh, it's not on ESPN. It's not on TNT or anything like that. It's not at home. You know, I, I, Ottawa's a great hockey city. Yeah. Alex, here's what I want you to do, pal. Alex, you got to do whatever you tell Russell to kick rocks, as Russell would say. You got to do whatever you got to do to get two points in no, Ottawa, man. No, no, no. Alex, get the two points in Ottawa. Easier said than done. You can tell me to kick rocks all you want. 
but come back home on Friday night. You're, you're, you sound like a sports radio caller stooge right now. Oh, we can't have Alex. We, we can't have Alex break this mark in Ottawa, man. He's got to do it here at the Capitol Center in front of 18,000. Alex, come back home on Friday night and score 801 and then score 802 empty net style with the W on Friday night against the Winnipeg J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets. I can't believe I want CK to re-up our contracts together after he said something like this. This is the most ardent sports announcer in the area at, you know, he's Mr. We've got to do everything the right way. you got to play the right way. We can't do the celebration stuff. Now he's talking about... Now he's talking about telling Alexander Ovechkin, don't do this in Ottawa. Do it back here against Winnipeg on Friday I, night. I, I, said, I said get the win in Ottawa take on your, Thursday night. Take your showered, freshly showered behind back to Loudoun County, and you call in at 301-230-0980 because now you're a caller. Wait a second. You are now a caller. You are not a you are not a sports radio host. Wait a second. Am what I has not, happened to am Chris Russell? Am I not Russell? trying to advocate for the rest what of the DMV? What the hell has happened to Chris matters? Russell? matters? This don't is, you want Alex to break it or tie it or break it or, I don't like or it whatever when guys celebrate. in front of a crowd at Capital One Arena? I don't like it when guys celebrate. They're risking a 15-yard penalty. Just give the ball to the referee. Mr. Straightforward is all of a sudden morphing into Bernie and Rockville. Pedro wants them we to, don't want Pedro you to wants do it on Alex the road. to celebrate at 1901 of the first period no, sleepy old Canada. As someone that covers the team that expects them to win, I want to make sure that the best player helps them get yeah, two points. Fine. They, they proved four last goals. night that they could win a game just like they proved on Saturday night. They could oh. win a game against a better team in Tirana oh. without Alex Ovechkin scoring goals. No. You we sound, just said it. You sound like sign of a good team. Sam in Spotsylvania. Eric oh, Gustafson, four I goals. Why can't he have OV another hat Friday night, break it here. He's got to do it right here. He's got to do it here in Washington. No, he's got to help the damn team get two points he's, in Ottawa. He's got to help the rooster, dude. On Friday, all, night. look, I'm telling you, all the you people is going to the game look, on Friday. What, time, night. what year did you come to this market? What was your first year in the market? You, you're you're missing the whole thing. Where the Roosters go? He calls the chicken police on me. <laughs> I, I the know Roosters going to the game I on know. Friday night. That's why this but is see, important. You should be like Grant Big Money Paulson. He well, goes to every game and sits on a freaking I, glass. I mean, I can't. I don't have that kind of bankroll. I mean, he sits I, on a freaking you know, glass. We're, we're we're you know we're paid a minor league salary over what here. What was your first year in the market? Uh, two. 2007 when I lived here, 2009 when I first worked here. All right. For 13 years, you have been Mr. Hardass. Mr. I don't need this celebratory stuff. Do this the right way. Play the game the right way. Run the football. Don't be this glitz and glamour throwing the ball all over the place. Now, all of a sudden, 13 years later, you have morphed into, oh, we want your, you sound just like a caller. I think we Lurchie want, was uh, excited that you were all fired up we and want he could hear OV, you yelling at me. We want Ovi to break it here against Winnipeg on Friday night. Listen, don't you realize that there is something. The hell has happened to Chris Russell? Yeah, it's called, You're an imposter. It's called being selfish. You're an imposter. I've got one foot in the grave. I want to see Alex Ovechkin break the record in front of me. Well, wait a minute. You're younger than me, so don't tell me you got one foot in the grave. Yeah, I'm in worse shape than you. That's the problem. Well, you know, I do referee. You could be a football referee. I know. You could. Well, in all my spare time. Friday nights, 
Look, you could be a great, you could be an umpire. Dude, on Friday night. You could be the umpire. You could throw holding flags at some suspecting high school sophomore. Brother, on Friday nights when you go out to call women's rugby and, and, and God knows how many other things you do. I can't even move. I'm like half dead to the world. Look at some like of the, eight o'clock. I'm falling hey, asleep. Football umpire. I'm just done. Football umpire doesn't move. I know. All he does well, is try to duck the ball, getting thrown across the middle. Yeah, at him. unless you're Carl Johnson, then he moves his hand well, to his pocket. Well, how about, hey, how about Carl? Carl missed his flag. He reached in. Look, if Carl was going to a gunfight, he'd have been dead. You know why? He reached in his holster four times for his flag before he finally got it. Even you would have been able to win a gunfight against Carl Probably. Johnson. I have faith Probably. in you reaching in the holster. We, we Look, I don't know if it's the holiday season or what. Rooster's getting soft. It's a soft. It's a new and improved Charmin version of Chris Russell. Well, I am plump around the middle. What the hell is going Woo. on? WrestleMania 621. Hit up your new boy. Okay? But we do have a problem developing in the National Football League at the quarterback position. And I think it merits discussion because it uh, it's it's something that you have wanted from your quarterback here in Washington, and we've talked about why he hasn't done it. And the important thing is he is still standing, while others may not be. We'll talk about it next. 301-230-0980. That's how you get to us. I don't know, man. The holiday season, that eggnog has gotten to Chris Russell. I don't know what's in it. I wish I had some spike night eggnog. It, it's, a, it's a new and improved, softer version of Chris Russell. I don't know if we'll be able to stand it oh, right here improved. on the Team 980. It's streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. I just got my first up-close-and-personal look at one of those giant hats. I want them all. (laughs) I want them all. If I can find one in in a Navy, I was just telling Mullins and Denton out there in in the bullpen, next year our season opener is in Dublin, okay, at Aviva Stadium against Notre Dame. It's an outdoor press box. You're literally, I mean, the the. The press box blends in with the the stadium and the crowd. It'd be like being in the upper deck at FedEx Field or whatever. If I can find a Navy hat, one of those giant looks, I'm going to do the game in that hat. I would do the game in that hat out there. It, no, well, you, oh, no, you know what? I couldn't. You know why? My headset, your headsets. My headset wouldn't fit on. Man, it. So you're going to Dublin to yeah. begin the year next year. Yes, I am. Is there, like, you've already, like, Help me get to the Army Navy game a couple of times. Is there any way you can get me to go to I, Ireland? I sure as hell can get you a credential. I can get you a credential. That a credential's you not. Can't, you can't sneak me on the charter. I uh, probably can't do like that. Engineer assistant. Who's your engineer? <laughs> I forgot. Uh, Johnny Goldsmith. Johnny Goldsmith. Uh, I mean, well, J- Johnny's got a new reason, assistant. I was gonna say for some. Well, Johnny doesn't have an assistant. We're well, very I said ske- Johnny's got a new assistant. We're a very skeletal crew. But if for some reason Johnny can't get out of his Cleveland uh-huh. palatial estate because he like he lives in Cleveland, um, if he can't get out of his uh, you know Cleveland digs, maybe if there's an August snowstorm mm. in Cleveland, there's decent and, chance of that. And he's delayed in getting to. Well, last time we flew out of Dulles, uh, we left at midnight. Flew out of Dulles at midnight. Huh. On a charter on Air Lingus. Hmm. And about, you went and, me, and you go, you obviously, you talk about direct, Air, so that's what, seven hours? Six. Six, it okay. six. But you talk about an uh, uh, airplane, Hoss. 
Ooh, that Aer Lingus oh, 757, sure. I think it was, or 777. Sure. Oh, my goodness. I'm now, sure. I was not. I was part of the that, steerage, okay? I was in the regular section, but the people that were sitting up front with the little sleep yeah. compartments and all that other stuff, oh, my goodness. That's gracious. how my guy Lenny the Legend travels. Yeah, well, you know, on the. Because he's Lenny the Legend. Right, on the Aer Lingus 757 times twos and whatever. I mean, he knows all that stuff. All right. We, we've talked about Taylor Heineken. What's the biggest complaint? that people have had about either Scott Turner or Taylor himself Mm -hmm. so far this season. Him not using his legs, right? Uh, Well, that's the biggest complaint that, yes, a lot of people have. Why isn't he running more? Now, of course, the other day, Scott called a great play. Read option. You know, he looks at – he options off of Thibodeau. Uh, look, they could have run this play a hundred times. Thibodeau was coming down the line of scrimmage so aggressively to get the running back. Mm-hmm. They could have run this play a hundred times, yep. and it, it, it could have looked like the Navy midshipman triple option where the quarterback just runs around the end for a hundred yards. Um, they ran it once. He got a big game. But there is inherent risk with running quarterbacks in the National Football League. Think about this. Three of the best runners at quarterback, Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, And now Jalen Hurts, all three kill you with their legs. Guess what? Fields has been banged up multiple times this year. Jackson is out, and now Hurts has a sprained shoulder and may be questionable for their game this week coming up. So, again, as I have said all along, the reason why Heineke's not running as much is, A, he's in preservation mode. Mm -hmm. B, the team, I think, told him, look, we got an untested rookie as your backup right yes. now. So if you're going to run, be selective, slide, run out of bounds, yes. do whatever you've got to do to avoid contact. Basically now, do what you did sort of at the end of the game the other night where instead of diving for the pylon. Yeah. He you, took a shot, though. Yeah, he did. He did he, take a he, shot. He did, and part of that maybe, maybe, on Jahan Dotson. Yeah, and Dotson's, first of all, Dotson's a great blocking yeah, yeah, wide yeah, yeah. receiver. I, I'm not killing Dotson. Just it was missed, a tough angle. Missed, right. Yeah, he just missed getting a, a touch on the guy. I mean, I mean, here's the deal. Like, again, I remember I told you when Kyle Allen took over from the now late Dwayne Haskins and immediately, just yes. because he was trying to be Rambo, he slammed his shoulder into, you know, one of the Rams defenders in a monsoon of rain and 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 Scott and Ron were pissed. Yeah. They were upset. As a matter of fact, they didn't put him back in the game, I don't think, because they were that upset. Um, and and it meant Alex Smith had to play because they had made the decision to not only bench Dwayne, but to not have him active. Alex Smith was the backup in uniform because he was driving them crazy. Um, and, you know, like like that has been a thing. And why fans can't quite get their arms around that. Listen. He's not Josh Allen. Now, something can happen to Josh Allen, too. Um, But, Pete, we see it a lot. I mean, we see it with Lamar Jackson. We saw it with Justin Fields, as electric and as special as they can be. I mean, Daniel Jones has been banged up, not this year. But in the past, in the past, As electric as they can. And, yes, you can get hurt in the pocket, too. We all understand that. But what have we said time and time and time and time and but time remember, again? But remember, you lose a lot of your protections exactly. once you exit the pocket. Ex- even as a quarterback, even as a quarterback, you start running towards the end or, or you know towards the sideline, 
And especially if you're in the red zone area and you're trying to get across that goal line. Defenders become like fighter pilots and, right. you know, they, they lock in on you yeah. and they want to blow you up. I need my quarterback to be, I, I don't need him to be Michael Vick. That's why Michael Vick's career, well, one of the reasons why Michael Vick's career never really hit the the levels that people expected it to hit was because he wasn't a quarterback for the first part of his career. He was a runner who had a cannon for an arm. He had no concept, no clue how to be a passer from the pocket. He was too impatient. Taylor Heineke needs to be a passer first. He needs to throw the football first to operate this offense. Scott Turner knows it. Ken Zampezi knows it. Ron Rivera knows it. Terry McLaurin knows it. That's why they do all this smoke and mirrors nonsense, because they're trying basically to, instead of having the quarterback be the ultimate equalizer, you know how like when you have a mobile quarterback, they say, ah, now for the defenders, it's no longer 11 on 10. It's now 11 on 11. Yes, understood. Where's Lamar Jackson these days? Uh, and, and that's my whole point. Right. So, so we're talking so about this. My point is, is if you're going to be 11 on, on 10, you have to come up with smoke and mirrors, and you have to beat teams a more consistent, more dependable well, way. Right. But think about this. What did we talk about the first Giant, after the first Giants-Washington matchup, and what are the keys coming into this game? Was making sure that eight didn't escape the pocket for New York yes. on third down. Yes. And they did a better job on yes, that. Yes, they did. They did a much better job on yeah. that. They were very good on third down overall. Yeah. They weren't great on first and second down, uh, but well, the problem was it, it, late in the game when they needed to get the, yeah. the stop on New York. Sure. There was no third down because Barkley was right. getting like he was seven just ripping off five, yards. yeah, and six. But but listen, like there's a shelf life to every quarterback that runs around and scrambles around and extends play. Again, I mean, this is two years in a row now for Lamar Jackson yes. heading into the most important time of his career, and it's where a, he's looking for a huge money deal. Not to mention the most important part of the season for the Ravens, which fell apart on them last year as a first place team, and might be falling apart this and year. Might be falling. Apart part again because Taylor Huntley or Tyler Huntley and that offense did you see by the way um there were with at Owings Mills there were fans that left banners and signs that said fire Greg Roman I mean fans are idiots I'm just saying I, I'm sorry I, like people are gonna get mad at me for saying that a lot of fans are idiots I, I mean they all want Scott Turner fired I, I see okay it. here comes Roos- the real rooster back I, I like not, this no no I'm not telling you that Scott Turner is the best offensive coordinator in the in the world What I am telling, and he drives me crazy sometimes too. What I am telling you is that the easiest and lowest common denominator is just to fire the guy you know. The guy that you think controls everything. Mm -hmm. Okay? And here's the bottom line. No coach, no coordinator has ever controlled more than any one player. Period. End of story, end of argument. Taylor Heineke has more control... Then Ron Rivera or Scott Turner in any game that the Commanders play. Period. End of story. And yet fans can't get that through their thick, nonsensical head. I I just don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm not telling you that Scott Turner doesn't hurt this team at times. Scott Turner also helps this team at times. Kind of like Taylor Heineke, right? What did I say yesterday to a caller? I said, Ron Rivera and Taylor Heineke and Scott Turner and Jack Del Rio and even Nate Katzer, I guess, they're kind of like the rest of their team. 
They are up and down. They are inconsistent in terms of what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, well, in terms of their this. thinking, their philosophy, right. remember, their thought process. Also remember that elite group of players, coaches, in this case, play callers, that elite group is very small. Okay, It's a very small group of people that make up the elite status. The elite are usually the ones that win for years. You know, Bill Belichick, when he had – Bill Belichick is an elite coach. When he had an elite quarterback, they won a lot of games. It was one of the greatest combinations we've ever seen, if not the best, in the history of the National mm-hmm. Football League. When Tom Landry had Roger Staubach, the Dallas Cowboys won an awful lot of games. So when you have an elite coach, you have elite people, you know, it, it can happen no matter what the generation. So – but it's, it's when you don't have, in this case, you don't have the elite quarterback. This is where, to me, the feeling of the play caller and the plays that they are calling, okay, this is where Scott has to be at his best and because he knows, look, I mean, how many times has he schemed up a play where there's been a guy wide open? Nobody, nobody gives praise to Scott for that. When the when the quarterback misses or the wide receiver drops a pass, what? Yeah, that's what. No I, one that's gives. What I'm saying. No one gives. You know, Scott Turner the credit when he when he does. You know, construct a play that should produce results. Right. But that's just the nature of the beast. We kill the quarterback sometimes too much. We praise the quarterback sometimes too much, and we kill and praise the coach sometimes too much. But the the fact is. For all of the excitement that these running quarterbacks bring to the field, okay, Justin Fields has won what three games, four? I yeah, I mean the uh, well, Justin Fields and the Bears. Sure. I, I mean again, again, people tend to boil it down to one individual that wins and loses games. Completely it's understood, not. but he's won. And all the excitement that he's brought, right. they've won three or four games. Absolutely, your okay? point is served. The Ravens are fading fast yep. because. Their quarterback, who makes his hay running, got hurt. And now the Eagles, by far and away so far this season, the best team in the National Football League. Now their quarterback has a sprained shoulder. Now did he make some He made some pretty good throws despite a sore shoulder the other day. But I, I, if, if, look, if I'm, if I'm Philadelphia, there's no chance he plays Saturday. <laughs> no. Not a chance. I don't care what that I game don't means care in how Dallas. Many, I don't care how many yeah. you know, ESPN, Fox shows this week say, oh, he's questionable for this week. No, Nick Sirianni, do not do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You have no reason to do it right now. You, you've, got, you've got a pad for home field advantage right now. Don't do it. Don't make the mistake. Right. You know, San Francisco's still coming to you uh, as of right now in the NFC playoffs. So, I mean, it's there's no chance I let him anywhere near a uniform this week. Not a chance. And I know, I know, you know, it's a division game. You want to beat Dallas, all that other stuff, sure. But Dallas losing to Jacksonville last week gave you even more yep. cushion. Yep. Okay? More cushion. Less pushing now for the Eagles. They don't need to do it. So, And there's not a huge difference between the second and the third seed, quite honestly. No. 
Not a huge difference. No, but it, under the old format, when you would get a buy, a little bit sure. different. I mean, yes, matchups theoretically, all that. I, I got it. Yeah, but it's the playoffs. Not you a be good huge, teams. right? Not a huge difference. I mean, it's a bigger thing to keep Jalen Hurt or to right. get Jalen Hurts as healthy as you can. Philadelphia has played elite football yes. this year, right? And if they're going to finish this thing off, as Guerrero had them projected to go to the Super Bowl, yes, you did. They they need to they need to give him the week off and get him ready uh, for the postseason because he had – I mean, look, here's the only thing. The only thing this injury may cost him is the MVP because if he doesn't play a couple of games here at the end of the season, it yeah. might, might cost him the MVP. Yeah. I think he'll trade that in for – Absolutely. That's As I've often said, know. winning football games yeah. in the postseason more important right. uh, than winning trophies, even though there's probably a nice little incentive in his contract if he's able to do it. But that's why – that's why Taylor Heineke has not run as much this year, especially especially when Sam Howell was the backup. Now that Wentz is the, the backup. A little bit different. Maybe a little bit different. Uh, maybe he sells out. And look, they're in desperation mode now. So maybe now, maybe now, Taylor Heineke, the man who chugged that Bud Light last night oh. and then smashed that beer can oh. up against his nugget. And the Tom Wilson black retro yeah. jersey. Yeah. Brian Powell's yeah. upset that I I didn't crush. No, he them just for thought that. you might crush because oh. see, like again, 2011, 2012, Chris Russell. Yeah. Opening segment is crushing Taylor Heineke for smashing a beer can. Why up against aren't his you home studying your playbook? Leak. That's right. <laughs> I, I, and listen, if they if if they have a gigantic Hershey squirt in their underwear on Saturday afternoon, you know I'm going to revisit this. You know I'm going to revisit this. <laughs> But you know what, I'm though? I'm holding off hey, for now. We've praised the Capitals for going and being at Nationals Park. We've praised the Nationals for going to the Capitals games and doing what they do. Everybody had a this good time. This has been long overdue. Yeah. Okay? The, 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 the synergy is fine. The commanders have, have not been willing participants with the rest of the sports teams in Washington. Yeah. Well, and, because they've always thought of themselves as elitist. Yeah, well, be and part of the group. The fray. Be part of the group. Guess what? How do you, how do you get some of those mainstream... Capitals fans to come over and maybe root for you on Sunday yeah. by doing what they did last yes, night. Sir. Now, that beer can uh, probably uh, doesn't hit quite as hard as Fred Warner will on Saturday or Mr. Bosa, but who knows? 301-230-0980. Do you agree? It's one of the reasons why Taylor Heineke has not been running. And, and there are a lot more of you on social media in the fandom that have been calling for the other guy. Is that fair? Do you think it's time? Do you think that if Taylor struggles through a few possessions on Saturday, that Rock and Ronnie might t- say to Scott Turner, we're going with 11? We saw him doing a lot of weird things, warming up the other day, trying mm-hmm. to prove to them, hey, I can do this. I can move around. 301-230-0980. Time is running out for the commanders to secure a playoff berth. Desperation times at quarterback and at every other position, quite frankly. Let's talk about it now. Rooster's got to look at what's trending. All right, we are brought to you by the Maryland State uh, Police. We just got to pull up. There we go. Right the there. Maryland Vehicle I'll help you out there, Theft buddy. Prevention Council. Maryland drivers, did you know? A vehicle stolen every 49 minutes in the state of Maryland. The key to preventing theft is in your hands. Lock your car. Take your key. Use an anti-theft device. Learn more about vehicle theft protection at mdautotheft.org. And those numbers are true because they had five vehicles stolen in a two-hour period in Prince George's Woo. County last night. Yikes. 
All right. Concerns for the Eagles, as we were just talking about. Jalen Hurts spraying his uh, right throwing shoulder against the Bears on Sunday, according to ESPN and other reports. Not known whether he'll play this Saturday against the Dallas Cowboys if he cannot. Gardner Minshew, of course, the Eagles backup quarterback. So we will see what Nick Sirianni and the number one seed Eagles in the East do. Meanwhile, last night on Monday Night Football, the Green Bay Packers doubling up the Los Angeles Rams and the Rams, the Super Bowl champions. Well, they will be no more. They are eliminated from playoff contention, uh, and the Green Bay Packers go to 6-8. and eight. As we opened up the show, Dimitri Olov's game-winning goal in overtime, 4-3 for Washington over Detroit. Yes, no Alex Ovechkin in terms of goal markers. He will have to try and do it on Thursday night against the Ottawa Senators before returning home on Friday night against the Winnipeg Jets and the Wizards try and break the 10-game losing streak tonight. Against the Phoenix Suns, you can hear the action, Team 980 and the Odyssey app. And that's what's trending. Three one two three zero zero nine eighty. Certainly you can put Josh Allen in the same class of quarterbacks that can run, but he's got an elite howitzer and a great passing offense in Buffalo. He's got Diggs. He's got Gabe Davis. He's got Isaiah McKenzie. He's got Dawson Knox. So their passing offense doesn't force him to run as much as some of the other quarterbacks, and he's available to his team right now. But he's also a threat to get banged because he loves to – He loves to get out of the pocket and run. It's just a matter of time before a Rydell or a shut hits him right in the chest and knocks him out if he's not careful. So, but again, this is the time of the year where every quarterback is going to sell out because it's money time. This is where you make your money at this time of the year, but there's an inherent risk with that. A lot of you have complained, why hasn't Taylor Heineke used his legs? And I believe while Carson Wentz was out and Sam Howell was the backup, I believe there were certain marching orders that if you're going to run, you make sure you slide, you make sure you get out of bounds. We don't need you to be Joe Hero at the expense of potentially putting Sam Howell in a game. However, though, there are many of you right now that have looked at Brock Purdy and go, hey, if Mr. Irrelevant can do it, Sam Howell can do it. And, you know, you go look at the numbers. I mean, Brock Purdy, a little more accurate than even Sam was in college over four years. And... He's working with Kyle Shanahan, and that has been an elite pairing so far through the first three weeks. Let's get to the phones. We'll get somebody in here real quick before we get to the top of the hour and touchdown at 10. Right now, let's go to line two. We missed him yesterday. Roy in Brunswick. What's up, Roy? Hello, Roy. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Jim. It's awesome show. Yeah, it was, you, uh, couldn't get in yesterday to bitch about the game, so <laughs> I figured I would, I would do that today. Um, let's do it. Real quick. Real quick about the the quarterback thing. I just I don't and Doc said the same thing. I don't think you can preserve a backup like that when you need some of these games. I mean Baker Mayfield scored more points than we've been scoring with the team he's been in front mm-hmm. of for like eight hours. Mm-hmm. And I think this coaching staff going back to to Gruden is like they they can't tweak their system. They have to call their full system, and it's like 
sometimes you just have to dumb it down a little bit. Sam House played more competitive ball consistently than, you know, Heineke coming off the couch, and you saw Purdy do it. And by the way, Kyle Shanahan is not going to have a preservation plan um, for Purdy, and who God knows who his backup is at this point, but I guarantee you he's not going to uh, be scared to run or, or call option or run, you know, or tell him not to not to pick up stuff with his legs. He's going to try to win the game. I think we need to do the same. But I do agree they were scared to put Howell in. I just think that's dumb. I think you have to have a backup plan for that. But um, for the game specifically, I don't understand how they couldn't take away one person on each side of the ball when they had two weeks to scheme. They had Thibodeau and they had Saquon. These guys are installing jet sweeps where one – Thibodeau's butt naked, and the second, their their plan is for Logan Thomas to block him, knowing there's no chance in hell that's going to happen. And it's like they know Bates has a better chance, but they don't want to tip their hand that it's maybe a running play, so they put Logan in to make right. it look like it's a pass play. And it's like this team needs to stop trying to trick people. I, 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 I think that's a very key point, though. But I know, I, I, and I'll just raise my hand on this, my right hand, not my left hand. I, I basically think the same thing sometimes. I'm like, well, yeah, they're not expecting this, so I'm going to do this, right? Or, or I'm going to pick this team because there's no way, that, so on and so forth. Uh, I'm trying to shorten it up just for the argument. I, so I do understand that mentality, but you are absolutely right, Roy. Not only did they not address those issues, but I do believe with the eye candy stuff, and I have said, look, this offense sometimes does not operate well unless you have the eye candy stuff, but Brian Robinson was doing it just by dragging people the other night. A lot of times they get too cute, too fancy at the wrong time because they're trying to convince people, hey, we're not just going to line up and blow you off the line of scrimmage. A, because we don't think we can. B, because we think you're prepared for it. Yeah, and 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 like I, well, I hate the chasing the points. I don't know why he's scared to kick a fifty-yard field goal, but he's not scared to chase points for no reason. Like, what's the difference between going down three or four? And if the kicking conditions are bad, save the friggin' point because you might miss an extra point on accident, and you need that point. And then at the end of the game, you start on the forty-two-yard line with a timeout and almost two minutes, and you don't run it down. A good coach is in that inside of that last three or four plays, and there's like twenty, twenty-five seconds left in a timeout, even if they score and convert you're giving them the ball back with like a minute and three timeouts to easily come down and have plenty of time to to score a field goal i just don't get why they didn't like look at what their last couple uh series were going to be there and and say look we need to make sure that when we're down in these last three or four plays that they only have like 20 seconds left they left way too much time on the clock at the end i just wanted to see what you guys thought of that thank you roy i mean and roy that that's part of it i mean there's no question about it in a perfect world yes you'd like to be able to do those things but at the same time this team has been so desperate to score points, and mm-hmm. Patrick Boozer brings up a great point on Twitter, at Boozwah36. You know, look, we've seen for two years what Taylor can do. Is he gritty? Yes, absolutely. Does he have heart? 100%. Does, does the team and the fans love him? You bet. But that doesn't win games against great teams. If that somehow or against gets, better teams. Right, against well, – I mean, and let, well, like this is the litmus test this week. Yeah. If, if he pulls off a victory this week – then you ride with him against Cleveland. And yeah, Dallas. oh, sure. Okay, but... He's got to get to the end of the finish line Saturday night. We're going yep. to talk about some very, very, very interesting comments from Ron Rivera, and it goes in line with everything that... And I don't want to speak for everybody, but we've been mentioning on this show for over a month now, but 
but Ron is Ron can't contain himself at this point. No, he opened the door yesterday. There's no doubt about that. 301-230-0980. Touchdown at 10 is next right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.